You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. I want to say uh, thanks again to anyone who's been leaving reviews. I feel like they've been coming in a lot lately, especially on iTunes where the reviews matter a lot. So just a a favor. If you are listening to this on iTunes, it would be amazing to hear a review from you. And the reviews are a big thank you to me because when you leave a review, it spreads the podcast even further because then they take the podcast and rank it higher. And I believe that we deserve the How to Talk to Girls community to be one of the highest in our category because we completely rock. And this podcast is awesome and would really not be possible without you. So, Reviews help. Thank you in advance if you're going to leave one. If you do, and it's a really solid review, just very honest and specific, I will read yours out here on the podcast. So thank you for all of you who do that. Today's episode, we are talking to Spencer Burnett. I would say this is maybe his third or fourth time coming on here. The last time we had him on here, we ended up doing a coaching session where I actually coached him. It was a great episode. And I coached him through figuring out what kind of woman he wanted and what kind of relationship he wanted. And so I had him back on the podcast. And now he's not necessarily coaching me. He's coaching you. But he gave me some amazing advice and things that I'm going to be now implementing into my life and get better at, which is this idea of productivity. So while this is not a full-out personal development podcast, I do like to talk about things like productivity and also By the way, the next episode coming out is going to be from an expert nutritionist. And the reason why I'm having these people on the podcast is because they actually affect your dating life. So while it's not direct dating advice, being more productive in your life helps with being able to be more organized and feel just more fulfilled and happier. And of course, if you're going to be working on your health, like I said, the next episode is with an expert nutritionist. And if you're working on your health and all those things, that's going to make you feel better. You're going to be better on dates. You're going to be more outgoing. You're going to just feel more confident, all those good things. So on today's episode, we're talking about how to be twice as productive. And what's cool is Spencer is now coaching entrepreneurs and people in their own businesses who are trying to be more productive, and he's going to give you some really great tips on how to do that. So we're going to go into that today and also really try to relate it back to your dating life. So how can we be more productive in your dating life? And he also was a former dating coach, so he has some tips there as well. So really good stuff today, really great episode, and I think that you're going to benefit a lot from it because Spencer is very smart, well-spoken, and has a lot of great things to say in this episode. in this realm. So, and I'm really glad we were able to do it. He is one of my favorite guests to have here on the podcast. So you're going to enjoy it. Don't forget, if you are interested in learning all the aspects of meeting and attracting women, and you want to do it from the comfort of your own home, and you want to take all of your lessons to the next level, you should check out my program called Hooked which you can get at getherhooked.com, which is exactly what the program does. It helps you get women hooked on you and teaches you my TED system in full and how to apply it to your life. We're talking 10 heavy-packed modules teaching you everything A to Z, starting from square one 
getting results in your dating life, learning how to approach women, flirt with women, get over your shyness, understand how to get them attracted to you. I even have a module on the friend zone. I have a module on getting your ex back. I have a module on making sure you know how to create a booty call if you're interested in more casual relationships. Okay, so I got all that stuff for you in my Hooked program which is uh, really is a bestseller. Thousands of people already have this program, and it's going to help you out too. So if you want to take everything to the next level and not just rely on podcasts but want a really thorough, organized system for you all laid out, getterhook.com. Check it out. Link is in the show notes, and we'd be happy to have you part of the community and part of Trips Corner, which you'll get access to. It's the private Facebook group only available to coaching students and students of the Hooked program. So you can join us in there and we can get you some help getterhook.com check it out link in the show notes like i said all right let's get into today's episode with mr spencer burnett here it is what's up spencer how you doing man i'm doing fantastic today trip doing so good dude dude i so i know you're you're in my top five i think of most reoccurring guests on the show because i know this is definitely not your second time i think this might be like four or five at this point on the podcast uh, yeah yeah on the podcast oh yeah that's right because you've also been on the youtube channel a handful of times too right. so uh so yeah man i'm just glad you're here it, it was uh it was fun we were talking before this and we started getting in the zone we're like all right it's time to press record like let, let's go let's talk about stuff um yeah maybe maybe i think we can just kind of jump into what we were just talking about before is productivity and i know that you're inside of my irresistible academy program where Mm -hmm. you talk about productivity as well Mm -hmm. so you definitely and i remember when we first met this is maybe like four years ago you had like all these crazy systems in line it's really you're a very interesting person i think about this sometimes that you're very creative like super creative but you also had these a lot of type a stuff going too like you have this interesting do you know this about yourself yet by the way yes that you're type b and type a yeah uh, it's it it's funny like the the definite I was talking to a person about this the other day like the definition of healing is seeing the 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 downside of your positive attributes and the good side of your negative attributes and if you can if you can sort that out and uh, and uh, if you can sort that out you really can have a, a really good balance and so you know I've taken that creativity. And the ability to kind of like deconstruct creativity into a linear system. And that's how I've built all my businesses. Yeah. You, you have, like, I remember when we first met, you'd be like, yeah, look at all these systems. And you show me all these systems. Like, wow. I'm like, this guy has this stuff like organized. But then you'd also be like, yo, I got this crazy idea, like for a course (laughs) and like this, this, and this. And I'm just like, wow. And it's very easy to put people in categories like, oh that person's type b oh that person's type a right. um, by the way for anyone listening type a is more like organized structured systems type b is more uh, go with the flow creative and both are great uh you kind of if you want to succeed you really can't have one without the other they're both play an important role in anything that you're doing and we're talking a little bit about business and building businesses but um, yeah, man, I think that's that's why you're a very unique and an awesome individual because you have both of those. And so you were just saying that you have now figured out how to be more productive and for yourself and get things going. I'm just curious. Maybe you can share with, if you don't mind, like 
diving into your business a little bit. I know this isn't about dating specifically, but I think it'd be cool to start with what have you done that structured your time so much better? Because now you're like, oh, you literally said your quote five minutes ago, do my life is so easy right now. So you've managed to do all that. And then I think what we can do is because you're also you've you've spent a lot of time being a dating coach. We can maybe take that and those concepts and apply them to dating and relationships. Yeah, man. You know, it it really does come down to dating and relationships because at the end of the day, making money, running a business, it it's very often not worth the money, even if there's a ton of money on the table. There has to be this stronger why of the reason that you do things. And for me, about two years ago, I decided that I was ready for a long-term relationship to have a family and to like find that special person. And part of that, I found there's two big arguments that happen in relationships. There's not enough money, so that creates a lot of stress. And I'm not getting enough of your attention which is another big part of relationships. Like you, you need to invest your uh, attention into your family. And so I was on a mission to optimize my life, optimize my day to where I could live my life's personal mission, be efficient, not let things slip through the cracks, manage a bunch of people, serve a bunch of clients while also working 35 hours a week. So I've got space to bring in my person and give her the love, the attention, the time that she deserves. And like be just like the most awesome version of yourself because everything is just running smoothly. Yes, absolutely. And so, so that's actually yeah, the driver that 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 um that, that's the the motive the motivation, that's the jet fuel that's that has pushed me forward into really optimizing my life to where it's profitable and super fun. That's awesome. So let's Let's just pick, I'm curious, random day. So let's pick a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. What's your schedule on a Tuesday? From the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, what does that look like? All of my days are themed. So on Sunday, I prep. Monday, I do management. Tuesday, I do clients. Wednesday, I do marketing. Thursday, I do writing. And Friday, I do whatever the heck I want to do. So That's called time blocking. And I think that's fucking genius, by the way. Not enough people do that. Time blocking. Huge. Absolutely. So literally every day that I wake up, I don't have to make decisions. My calendar makes decisions. The decision or the, the calendar has made the decisions for me, which I made previous. So on a Tuesday, I wake up. I have a, a, a touch point meeting with my staff and we just all touch base, make sure that you know, we have our plan for the day. And on Tuesday, literally all that I do is client sessions. So all my one-on-ones are on Tuesday. So I don't have to think about one-on-one coaching any other day except for that day. So I, I, I give you props. I, my business partner is like, you got to do that. Like you got to, you got to put your, you know, he's like time blocking, top blocking. And I finally, you know, over the course of the year did that, but it's so challenging to do that with coaching clients because there is a handful of people that are like, I can't do that on a Tuesday. And also I'm working with one, two, three, four, five, six, I don't know right now. It's like 12 clients or 13 clients. Mm. I would be the worst coach ever if I did 13 clients in one day, even if like everyone was like, yep, oh. I could do it. And it was like, perfect. Like 6am to, to 6pm <laughs> or, or 9pm, you know, at the end of the day, I'd be so burnt out. I would need three days of recovery after that. 
Sure. And, and so I used to do more one-on-one coaching, whereas now I lead a group called Level Up that has a couple dozen clients in it. So I have seven one-on-one clients and then, uh, you know, a couple dozen group. And so if I were to continue to do simply just one-on-one, I would do a Tuesday, Thursday or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday model, uh, where those are the times that I'm in the zone and I, like I'm, I'm, I'm ready to serve and my mind is in that state. So it could be one day, it could be a number of days. What I have found it, that is important that a lot of people don't even think about is the energetic cost of switching your attention. So yeah, like on a, like on a hour to hour basis. Yeah. And, or it, it's so on an hour and hour to hour basis from a moment to moment basis and on a weekly basis, I don't want to be talking to my accountant about write-offs and taxes and forms that I got to fill out on Tuesday when my intention is to be in the flow and help others create on that day. And so I, I manage my days based on energetic flow. Like, like Monday, that's when I talk with my accountant. Like we, we take care of business on Monday. We, 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 we scheme, we plan, we schedule. And then, uh, you know, when it comes, when it comes to Tuesday, I just get into the flow of I'm here to serve my clients. And and like, I have one intention every, like every single day. And then I just follow the time boxes and it's so simple, so easy. I, I like the idea too. I don't know if you do this. This is also something I learned with productivity. So we're talking about time blocking is you block your, your personal stuff and your appointments. So for example, let's say a Wednesday or a Friday, or maybe it's a Sunday, that's probably normal for most people, is that's the day you do all of your doctor's appointments, your haircuts, your grocery shopping, your errands. It's like you you time block that. So now it's not like, oh, okay, I just did a little bit of work and now I gotta like jump off the work and I gotta go run to the dry cleaner really quick and and I gotta get lunch and then come back and then I gotta go grocery shopping later because I didn't do that yet. And, I, and it's like, you're just running all over the place where it's like, okay, cool. So Friday is just personal day. It's that's when I get my haircut. That's when I do the dry clean. That's when I go to the grocery mm-hmm. store. That's not what I do. I'm just saying that is an idea. Um, and that's what I try to do. So Friday actually is my appointment day. I don't do like my grocery shopping that day and things like that, but and I do have coaching calls on Fridays, but I keep it as light as I can on the work environment. Cause I just work crazy, uh, Sunday or Monday through Thursday. And then Friday is like, that's when I get all the personal stuff done. So it's not like, wait a minute, Wednesday, I have an appointment at the dentist and, and that's happening. And okay, I better get home real quick because right after that, I'm going to be coaching somebody. Um, so that's a good idea too. But what's interesting too, is I know you and I are entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. we're, we're speaking to people who are like, uh, yeah, I just go to the, the office Monday through Friday and there is nothing like that. So I'm curious, and maybe you've worked with people like this in terms of having a more productive life. Like how would one go about doing something like that if they're just going to the same place Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday? Yeah. I mean, life in and of itself is a giant project. And I, I tend to take a look at, at life. Uh, what, what, is, what is life once it's done? You know? And really what it is, is a story. It's a story of the actions that you took that had an effect on the rest of the world. And so it's so much more than just getting your objective done during work. And from that point of view, whether you own the company or, or not, there still are a series of uh, tasks that need to be accomplished, whether it's in your personal life or in your, in your work life. 
some more critical than others, some more time sensitive than others, and coming from multiple directions. As an entrepreneur, we worry about marketing, we worry about sales, we worry about content creation, we worry about admin. Well, you know, no matter no matter what you've got, whatever you've got going in, in your job, there's multiple responsibilities. So the the key is how do we take the complex strategy of lifestyle, true lifestyle, the way that you live your life and funnel them down into a prioritized linear timeline where all you need to do is show up, execute, and by the end of the week, you've moved the needle forward. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. And I bet you there's a lot of places in your work, whatever you, you know, whoever's listening, what they may do, where you can do some of that and you can mm -hmm. do a, a lot of that and do time blocking and, and organize those things and, and just make it so your life is, is more feasible. It's interesting too. I want, I want to say this is when I started this concept, it was a struggle for me. Like it, cause my life wasn't used to that. Like I, I never really did that. It would be, it'd be more like, okay, Monday through Friday, I do all the same thing. And to me in my head, by the way, that made sense to me. It's like, oh, in the mornings, it's like a routine. Right. In the morning, I do a podcast. In the afternoon, I'll do my coaching calls. And then after that, I'll create one video. And it's like, oh, cool. Like, not too stressful. You're doing a little bit of everything. And by the end of the week, wow, you get all this stuff done. And it doesn't seem so crazy because you're just doing a little bit of everything every day. And while that mindset to me at that time too felt like, cause it was like, whoa, how am I going to do, you want to create five videos in, in a day? You want me to do three podcasts in a day? You want me to do all of my writing content? Like in one day, like that sounds really tough and it is kind of tough. And I, and I had to test it out and I had to play with it and, and do that. And it, it kind of would get a little bit exhausting because you were doing a repetitive action throughout the day, but you build a muscle. You do, you build a muscle to get used to that, to have, okay, this day I'm just going to be on the phone all day doing all that. You adapt quicker, quicker than you think. And also it just, it, you actually end up getting more done. You, you do, you end up getting more done and you're way less stressed because going back to exactly what you said, and that's a great way of putting it, is your attention is just diverting. So now you're in podcast mode and then you're in this mode and then you're in this mode and it's actually harder on your brain than just doing that same task and time blocking every day. That's, that's how I see it. Yeah. And that's the energetic cost of switching your attention that I was talking about. And it, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like we very rarely consider how fast things have changed in our work environments. If you take a look at 20 years ago, Right. And, and, and so 20 years ago is what our parents were dealing with while they were in, you know, in the midst of their careers. Think about the pull on your attention today relative to the year 2000. No notifications, barely any email. Nobody had a phone. Very few people had laptops, actually. It was like a, desk, a family desktop computer, computer that you had. And you're seeing you're seeing the the degradation of society's focus mechanism that's showing up as ADD and ADHD, which a lot of that has to do with the environment. We are like the 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 major companies in social media companies out out there. Their intention is to keep you on their platform. So, however they can divert your attention back to their platform, they're going to figure it out. And so we're moving from, in, from the information age because information is starting to become commoditized, 
You know, like when, when you first started coming out with videos of how to help shy guys, you know, talk to girls, you know, the, the YouTube content seven years ago, eight, eight, eight years ago, um, you know, what, like all that stuff was fresh. Now, all of the things that we've all been teaching for the past 10 years, there's a thousand versions of it. And so the thing that has value right now that, that, that Google cannot do for you, no technology can do for you is have your ability or to strengthen your ability to focus on a a singular thing until completion. If you can work that muscle that you were talking about trip, like you are head and shoulders above all of your competition. And, and, and that's what I'm really focused on helping people develop. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, a hundred percent is, and, and that's a muscle that you definitely, you have to build. And, and, uh, another thing, have you heard of the Pomodoro technique? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So doing, you know, 30 to 50 minutes of work, undistracted phone away, TV off, or, mm. you know, especially now, by the way, you know, it's funny a little bit ago, I was like, Oh, this might be different for the person going into the office, but a lot of people now are working from home, right? right? I don't know what the numbers are, but we do know that that number has increased significantly. So I bet you it's even harder now. This information is even more valuable because there are people who never would have worked from home in their life, but now have been forced to. And I even know a couple people who run companies who are like, yeah, we had a full office full of people. We went, we went virtual, seemed to work out just great. We're not going back. So you know, all this work from home stuff, so easy to get distracted. You want to be able to stay focused to, to get your work done. And, and it, it reminds me of this, this one quote from Eben Pagan. He's a, or also known as David D'Angelo. He was a dating coach, but also now is like a marketing business coach. He says, live life the easy way and it becomes hard. Live life the harder way and it becomes easy. Mm. So we're talking about is, yes, it is a little bit harder to strengthen that skill and be able to focus for 50 minutes and time block. And you're doing kind of a lot of the same thing, a lot of work. And that is harder, at least at first, but then life becomes easy because of it. And I want to take this now and, and, and shift it to, you know, dating. So you gave a couple of examples of how this will be crucial for, you know, when you finally enter a relationship, I wonder if you have any thoughts on how to make, and I have some thoughts too, but we can hear from you first of how to make dating more systematic, how to, how to be more productive in your dating life. Cause a lot of guys, most guys I would probably say are shooting blind, right? They're mm. just kind of like, okay, yeah, like get on an app and okay, maybe if like I run into a girl at the grocery store, like maybe start a conversation and, uh, and it's just, it's not predictable. And, and so your results aren't predictable and therefore it's harder to grow, you know? Yeah, you know, you know what I found to be interesting, Trip, is that the current dating climate, as it as it pertains to the pandemic and social distancing and um, you know that whole situation, actually favors the shy guy. And so let me explain. I have a I've got a friend who is you know traditionally shy. And, uh, and, and struggled with dating. And because of the, the pandemic, it creates almost this barrier to where you can't move too fast. So a lot of times, the first time that you meet is over a FaceTime conversation or a Zoom call or something like that, because you know, j- there's just a higher risk to, to moving you know, straight to going out and getting a drink. And also, let's face it, it's difficult to 
get a reservation anywhere. I don't know if you've been around in Chicago trip, but getting reservations is very difficult. And so, um, and so it, I've been noticing that people getting together is happening more in a slow, organic way where there's less pressure on it. And so if you have patience, um, if you have patience to like truly get to know someone first, there's still a lot of opportunities out there to, to, to build deep relationships. And the, the outcome of everyone staying at home is that they are on their computers more and people are also lonely. So the receptivity to connecting through Instagram, Facebook, um, or, or, or even dating apps is getting wider. It just needs to be approached a little bit differently. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's true. That's true. Oh, man, it's just crazy that our I mean, really our attention is 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 so valuable and we don't realize it now and and we can get distracted so easily but i do agree that it is this kind of now slow process for a guy who is shy to kind of like get back into this mm-hmm. and so i'm curious do you have any tips to go along with that in terms of what a guy can do to get more results in his dating life, not specifically like what to say to a girl or, but more zooming out. Like what does that structure look like? If a guy wants to put energy and effort into it, you know, kind of like a guy who's working out, right? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. he wants to lose 10 pounds. So what does he have to do? If he really wants to make it work, we'll be like, okay, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 10 a.m. I'm going to the, the gym. Okay. Every Sunday I'm going to meal prep. So I make sure that I have meals ready to go. They're low calorie, yada, yada, yada. Right. What, do you do you have any advice in that arena for like because you're just a system master so I wonder if you've ever done this with dating before yeah and it, it, it's in, it's interesting I uh I had taken a step back from dating uh for a few months just kind of knowing the the pandemic situation and saw that I had an opportunity to better myself uh in, in over the course of a, the next few months to, to prepare me better to 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 be with somebody so. The first thing that I would share is spend the extra time that you have focusing on being the best version of you. Now, I sound, I know that sounds corny, dating coach uh, kind of lingo, but the reality is, is that you, you attract people that focus on the same things that you focus on. And so instead of simply just fantasizing about this type of woman that you want to be with, fantasize about what she fantasizes about and ask yourself, am I that? Because if you're not, then you've got, you've got work to do. And as, as you're you know, building that, you're gonna start attracting more women like that. That's the, that's the first step is like really spending time on uh, doing all the things that make you desirable to women. You know, being, being in shape, having your shit together, like, uh, like enjoying your life. The, the second part is when you decide to connect with a woman that you've met either on, you know through a dating app or match or you know or or just on, or just online like invest less but invest deeper so i uh i i recently put a post on uh on facebook called i'm faithful to a woman that doesn't exist did you happen to read it i did not it is. Uh, oh no, no, I did, I did, I did, I did read that. Yes, I did. It was captivating, and um, and very, very good. Yeah. And would you? Uh, you probably would believe, but you want to know who gave me the most like recommendations or tried to set me up the most is women that I've dated in the past. 
Like I built such good relationships with them that they, and ended the relationship so gracefully that they were like, hey, I've got a friend. She's perfect for you. I think you guys should meet. And so, uh, so instead of like, the, you know, the older version of me or younger version, depending on how you want to look at it, uh, you know, would have just like gone on dates with, with all of these girls. Instead, like we texted a little bit. I was, I was, ve- I was very direct, but still like conversational. And then we, uh, you know, we had a, a, you know, a three hour FaceTime date. And then after that, we went on a date and then I realized that eh, this, this one isn't, isn't so much for me, but it, I was able to just like move slower and, and use whatever you have at hand in order to, to connect with people. And a lot of that is video messenger. And you know me, I've been a big fan of that for years of just like, just FaceTime a girl, you know, um, uh, to, so like spend less time dilly dallying in text and just go for the depth right away. Now that doesn't mean you're sharing all of your life secrets. It's just like the depth of connecting, like literally it's more intimate to have someone on a screen than it is over text. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, totally. That's a good tip. Cool. Cool. What else? Uh, looking for, also looking for, um, women in unexpected places. Like I said, I vulnerably put myself out on Facebook, just talking about my feelings of, you know, this special type of person that I'm, that I'm looking for. And it provoked a lot of conversation and a ton of interactions of not just meeting new, um, you know, potential women to date, but also like meeting new people that can connect you with other people. So like still expanding your social circle is really important. This is actually something that I'm, I'm going to start doing this week. I came up with this this weekend is like when someone friend requests you on Facebook or, or, uh, or on Instagram, video chat them for 90 seconds and simply just say, Hey, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I like to get to know the people that I'm friends with, uh, uh, on, uh, on Facebook or Instagram 30 seconds. Just tell me why you're awesome. And they tell you why they're awesome. And then, and then you're like, okay, here's something about me. It was great talking to you. Hopefully we'll talk soon. And so you're actually like building depth of relationships, you know, through, through social media in an unconventional way. Cause as you know, trip, like women are looking for a man that stands out. They're not looking for the best of anything. They're looking for something that is unheard of before. And so when you take that approach to the way that you connect to, uh, to women, it's just going to put you in better position. That's cool. That's a very unique tip. That's awesome. Cool, man. What are there any other thoughts on, on, on systems or anything of the sort to, to get your dating life more productive and in order? Anything that comes to your mind? Yeah. Well, and not so much in, in system, but, uh, but in kind of function, it was interesting. I went on a date, uh, about a week and a half ago and I, I should have discussed with her beforehand on a scale of one to 10, how serious do you take COVID? Because there are some people that are still washing their, their groceries and, uh, and, you know, in, you know, far on the side of caution. And then there are others that are like, you know, this thing's fake and there's everything in between. It's really important. I can't believe this is even a conversation trip, but <laughs> this is real. It's really important to get on the same page of how seriously you take the pandemic because it really, it really can cause an interference if you guys are in two separate, um, two separate places. So, you know, when I went on the date, I'm like, can I hold your hand? Like, 
are like, <laughs> that's what I asked her. I was like, how on a scale of one to 10, how seriously do you take it? And she told me and I was like, so was it cool if I hold your hand? It's, it's a different world out there, but like getting, getting clear on like boundaries and expectations from that level has become important. No, I mean, you're right. Listen, I was working with a client and over the weekend, I said something kind of similar to him. We were talking about that. I didn't really give him that overall tip, but I gave him that advice with a girl that he was sort of dating. He's like, yeah, well, this girl, I don't know if she's going to want to meet up with me. Like they've been talking for a few months mm -hmm. and they haven't met up yet because it's been where he's away. And so he's finally coming back to the city where he's, he's going to be staying. So it's a, finally a chance for them to meet and date. And he's like, well, I don't know. Like she seems really scared of COVID. Will she want to, you know, meet up with me? Like, you know, I don't know if she's going to want me going to her house and kind of like giving a lot of excuses almost. Mm. But I was saying, listen, you just got to figure out what she's willing to do and not to do. And you need to figure out what you're willing to do and not to do. Right. That's all it is. It's just a matter of matching up on that. Like if she's someone who is won't even see you in a park, then clearly she's being more safe and you guys just don't have a chance of dating each other if you're comfortable with that. So right. don't don't assume anything and don't even try to make a date until you figure out like what they're comfortable with. And then boom, it makes it easier. It's almost the same thing as figuring out a date for you guys to meet. <laughs> right. Instead of being like, well, I'm free on Tuesday. Are you free on Tuesday? And they're like, no, I'm not. And then you're like, okay, well, how about Thursday? And you just go back and forth and it just, you're wasting your time. Just get right to the point. And I like the way that you said it, like zero to 10, like where are you on this scale? And by the way, and I, you said this too, is like, know where you are on that scale. Right. Like if you're a one, that's fine. Find a one or someone in that area. Like <laughs> whatever you want to do is what you want to do here. But if you're, you know, closer to the, I'm not leaving my house and she's like, oh, I'm going out to bars. Clearly it's not going to work. So it doesn't matter if anything else is going on, meaning you're attracted to her. She likes you. You guys, you know, on paper, it looks great. Like doesn't matter. Eventually you have to meet. And if that doesn't line up with, what's going on in the world, you know, you got to figure that out. So don't assume, um, ask them what's up. I mean, you don't have to do this necessarily in every conversation with every single girl, but if you're noticing like, Hmm, you know, it seems like they talk a lot about it or they're not talking about it enough or something like that, then you got to get on the same page there. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's, it's a, it's the same formula of, uh, romantic or sexual consent. It's just another layer. So, it, you know, it, you just making sure that you are on the same page. So when you are interacting, it can be open and playful and vulnerable. And like, you know, where the lines are, it's, it's important in every aspect of, of a relationship, but specifically for these times. Yeah. Getting that down. Super important. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, listen, it was great chatting with you today and just hearing some of your tips I'm just uh, I'm just excited to always be catching up with you and talking to you, especially on the podcast. Why don't you tell the guys about your Level Up program if they might be interested in joining and how it can help them? Yeah, so I run this program called Level Up where essentially I took whatever I figured out on how to optimize my day, run a team of 20 people, have dozens of clients, one, having one-on-one -on -one clients and only working 35 hours a week while having a ton of fun uh, you know, doing it. Uh, that's what I, that's what we teach in level up. And not only that, like we actually build the lifestyle with you where we, you know, action plan on Sundays and we've got a lot of really, um, cool accountability methods to make sure that 
you're fulfilling your life's purpose. And, and ultimately that's, that's what it's about. It's like, you're here for a certain amount of time and the story that you leave is comes from the actions that you took. And so we help people live intentionally and help them follow through so they can trust themselves to dream big and actually accomplish those things. So what we'll, what we'll do for, uh, for your audience trip, cause I, I love your audience so much. We've been again, interacting for, for years now. Uh, if you go to spencerburnett.com slash trip, um, you'll be able to see, we'll, we'll put some of, uh, some of the, the offers up there. I've got a workflow workshop that gives you the template, uh, of exactly how I run my day, um, uh, on there. And then we also have a, like a, a presentation for people who are getting burnt out on a regular basis and how to get out of that without having to like fundamentally shift who you are. So we'll put that up for you guys. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm excited to see that too. So let me know when that's up. We'll put that link in the show notes so guys can check it out. Spencer, Spency B, you the man. Thanks for coming on, dude, and, and sharing with this. And always great to have you back on the show. Thanks, brother. It's, it's always a slice hanging out with you.